Well, hello, boys and girls. It is your man, Doc Chocolate, coming at you from the mean and sexist streets of Las Vegas, Nevada. And I'm coming at you with another awesome, sexy, fun, entertaining, and informative Bulls and Queens experience. And today's episode is brought to you by Spades Magazine. So Spades Magazine is actually an online magazine that was founded by my boy Drew Marston. And what it does is it actually pinpoints and it uplifts the queen of spades out here in the lifestyle. And so you need to go support them and check it out right now. It's at thespadeslife.com, thespadeslife.com, and then also on Twitter, at Spades Magazine, at Spades Magazine. So this is an awesome and a sexy magazine with even sexier ladies in there. And you'll love the stories that you see in there. And so for today's episode, you guys, we are actually going to interview our special guest, whom I shall introduce properly here in a few minutes and she actually covers pussy poetry and erotic storytelling and if that doesn't get you ladies out there wet and it doesn't get you gentlemen out there bothered i don't know what will okay i listen to her pussy poetry on her podcast and I knew for a fact that I needed to use this in caramel and my love making sessions and we actually did do it and y'all know I like to use them pink and then red lights for sexy sweet ambience and I'm not going to give y'all too many details but I'll let y'all know that it was pretty fun okay <laughs> now first i want to also give a shout out to everybody that has been leaving us five star reviews on apple Podcasts. so you guys are so beautiful so our latest review came from mr j westmoreland and i'm actually supposed to be meeting up with him and his wife here later on this week so that'll be fun so he wrote an informative and an entertaining show exclamation point my wife and i look forward to hearing the good doctor each week he will keep you in stitches it's nice to hear a podcast covering the lifestyle that is humorous and covers all aspects of the bbc and qos lifestyle do yourself a favor and subscribe jw so jw thank you very much for that awesome review and i love you and i'm excited to meet you and your lovely wife here in a couple days and yes so y'all leave us leave a little bald black man with a beard a little five-star review you know just 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 leave uh, leave me a little five-star review do do your part for us <laughs> so what it does ladies and gents is it um, actually works with the algorithms and it helps more people find us and yeah so help us get found by more people all right and so before we get into today's episode 
If you guys have not listened to the previous episode that came out last week, uh, you'll you'll need to check it out after you listen to this one. So it's episode number 23, and I actually had a talk and a session with my good friend Anthony. And Anthony is a uh, cuckold, or rather a aspiring cuckold, who wants to get his lovely wife into the cuckold lifestyle. And he's located out there in Michigan. And so we had an awesome conversation where we just went uh, back and forth about his dilemma of wanting to get his wife into the cuckold lifestyle. And he definitely is a cuckold at heart. And so I actually had a lot, about three or four people contact me on Twitter after they, after they heard the episode. And the consensus was that my man Anthony needs to just speak to his wife, just come out on us, just talk to her and that's the best way to do it so uh anthony if you're listening i know you're listening man definitely talk to your wife and i'll follow up with you as well so anyways y'all let's get to that sexy introduction from angela i'll see you on the other side you are now listening to the bulls and queens podcast where we have sexy fun Exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off in a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host, that super sexy, bold black man candy, Doc Chocolate. Hello, everybody. It is your favorite semi BBC coming at you out of Las Vegas in V, Nevada. And I have myself a very lovely guest whom I shall introduce her in a moment here. But before we get into all that good stuff and all that sexy stuff, because she is going to talk some sexy, sexy sex (laughs) in a moment. Let me get some housekeeping out of the way. Make sure you guys and ladies go to Apple Podcasts and to Spotify and to Google Podcasts and subscribe to the Bulls and Queens Swinger Podcast. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. Even if you hate my black ass, leave me a good review because you're just a good person and all that. And I will actually talk about you on the podcast, on the next podcast. And also make sure you get your free ebook, The Bulls and the Queens Swinger Lifestyle Experience that is on the website at bullsandqueens.com. You can get it for free. If you don't like it, you can get refunded 10 times the amount that you paid for it. So you do the math on that. Boom, baby. So (laughs) I have myself a lovely guest. Lovely guest. Say hi to everybody. Hello, lovers. It's Duchess Kashmir. Oh, shit. Say that again. (laughs) 
Hello, lovers. It's Duchess Cashmere. All right. See, y'all know you guys are in for some sexy just listening to her voice. And we're going to get into that here in a moment. And I'm trying to drop my voice a couple octaves down to try to keep up with you, Duchess, but I don't think I'm working. <laughs> so I like I'm the just... sound of your voice. It, it works for me. I've been listening to your podcast this week. Oh, shit. You, you, mm-hmm. you making me feel good. You making me feel good. You know, tomorrow. Hey, my birthday's on Friday. So Ooh. that was my birthday gift. Okay. <laughs> so. You guys, make sure that you send me all types of naughty pictures. Um, Vaginas and nipples and booties are good. Uh, If you have dicks, uh, please keep them to yourself. So anyways, introducing our guest. Her name is Duchess Kashmir. She is the Griot Erotica, the producer of the Kashmir Room podcast and Pillow Talk, the live experience. And along with her husband, Deuce the Mister is the co-founder of the Kashmir Room Lifestyle Collective. Together, they host lifestyle parties in and around the Mississippi Gulf Coast that specifically cater to a POC, people of color, audience that are BDSM friendly. On her podcast, Duchess tells sexy stories, pussy poetry, and MILF monologues, aka the female Dolomites, the podcast and live performances are NSFW, but perfect for pillow talk with your favorite lover. Duchess ushers, uses real life adventures, being bisexual, polyamorous, a kinky sex goddess, and fandom to fuel her imagination to produce one of a kind erotica. You can listen to the podcast everywhere podcasts are streamed or watch performances and interviews on YouTube. You can even book Duchess Kashmir for your sex positive conference, poetry showcase, or lifestyle events. Pussy poetry. I I got stuck on pussy poetry. Like, shoot, you got a fan over there, Duchess? I need a fan for yes, myself. Yes, I do. I always have a fan. I'm a lady of a particular age. Oh, shit. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So how are you doing today, Duchess? I am doing well. How are you? Thank you for having me on the Bulls and Queens podcast. I love your show. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. I love your show too, Duchess. And it's always good to have a beautiful Black queen on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm just going to jump into this if you don't mind. Let's do it. All right. Let's do this. So Duchess, how did you and your husband get into the lifestyle? Like, spill the beans, give us a tea. What's the story? <laughs> well, of course, everyone thinks that he talked me into it. Everyone. Um, but in reality, we were both interested in the lifestyle and semi-involved in the lifestyle before we met. We've been together since 2014. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, the night before we got married, we had our first soft swap with another couple. We went to the swingers club the night before we got married. And y'all didn't invite little old me? Uh, <laughs> we'll oh, invite you to the anniversary trip. How about that? Yes. Yes. That's what I'm talking about to the wedding vows. So, <laughs> and how did you initially get into the lifestyle before you met the Mr. Mr. Kashmir? Uh, a deuce to mister. 
Um, oh, Deuce the Mister. Deuce the Mister. Yes, Deuce the Mister. I, I, of course, I saw real sex like everyone else did in the 90s. And then there was another documentary by Lisa Ling. And it was on like CNN. It was like, this is America or something like that. And so I saw that documentary and just Googled it because it was like 2010, 2011. So Google was a thing. <laughs> and it turns out there's been a swingers club in the city that I live in for over 20 years. And so I joined SLS and I would just meet guys and play with them as a single girl when I was single. Okay. Okay. And did you have a lot of fun? I did. I did. Yeah. Matter of fact, I still have some of those same playmates to this day. Oh, shit. Tell us the sexiest story that happened in one of those encounters. Um, <laughs> it's actually an episode on my podcast. It's called Shotguns in the Sex Room. And oh, shit. I, was, <laughs> I was messing with this guy. I had met this guy online and we just, you know, we hit it off on SLS and we went on a couple of dates and then we engaged in this torrid affair and we end up working at the same place. And no one at the job knew that we knew each other before we came to work and we would sneak off <laughs> in like the linen closet in like the cooler and we would make out in the cooler. He would send me back to, cause I was waiting tables and he sent me back to the floor with a smile on my face. <laughs> and we used to fuck all the time at the restaurant <laughs> after it closed. Oh shit. So he would go and break it. He would tell his people, Hey, I'm going out to eat. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Oh my goodness, that is sexy. Those workplace romances. Mm -hmm. And so, so tell us about this, uh, Duchess. You induce the Mister. Mm -hmm. You guys host lifestyle parties, right? Yes, we do. We're actually right. hosting one this Saturday. Really? Yes, okay. this Saturday. And so, you guys are out in uh, Mississippi, right? Yes, Biloxi, Mississippi. Biloxi, Mississippi. All right. Cool deal. Now, if somebody wanted to join one of your parties, like how would they do that? They would have to reach out to me and my or my husband and they would have to go through a vetting process. Um, are they married? Are they single? If they're married, there's a significant other has to be in the lifestyle as well. Um, they pay their donation. And then the day of the party, we released the address. We put, we set up a chat group like three weeks in advance so that people can get to know each other, especially when you have new people that come into the group and we share it on Facebook, social media, Twitter, things like that. Oh, nice. Nice. So, yeah. And I find this really, really important when you're hosting those parties that you got to introduce like the new people mm -hmm. to all the existing people just mm -hmm. so that the vibe is right. Yes. So, and that's awesome that y'all have some uh, vetting process. So, yes, we do have so, a vetting process. All right. So, so tell me, like, what happens at like an average party? And For don't us. leave up no uh, details. Don't like, don't don't, don't, don't be PC, Duchess. <laughs> be nasty. Be nasty. Okay. Uh, well, the first part is not so nasty. We go in to the Airbnb. We strip the beds down. We cover them with plastic. We put decor up. 
Um, we order food. We put out condoms. We put out towels. We put consent signs on all the mirrors, all the doors. We have lighting for all the bedrooms. We put out sex toys. My husband and I are both doms. We put out the whips, chains, and the nasty things. <laughs> what other type of nasty things? Besides nasty, dildo. We have a fuck machine. Um, we have an electroplate machine. We have floggers and crops and leashes. Oh, my. We have it all. Oh, Warriors shit. wheels. Oh, and so people come in, we give them a tour of the house, show them all the playrooms. Um, people change clothes and things of that nature. We have party games. We have a special game that I created. It's called six, nine. Okay. <laughs> and it's like truth or dare and trivia and kink all rolled up into one. I love it. Yes. And so it's like questions. So if you get the question right, you want a shot. If you get the question wrong, you have to take three licks from your partner. Oh, shit. Give me a simple question. Um, how many? When was the vibrator invented? Oh, shit. I'm, I'm going to be looking some pussies. Um, <laughs> 1973. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I should have just Googled it. I got my phone. Uh, phone yeah, you should have just. And I, I don't know when it is, but I know it's before that. It's like. 17 or 1678 by a French doctor. Um, in the 1700s? Yes, in the 1700s, because women would be suffering from lack of sex. And there is an act, there used to be an actual physical disorder called female hysteria. And a woman could go to the doctor and get masturbated. And so this French doctor created a vibrator because the doctors were just masturbating women for days and hours at a time. So that's how the vibrator was invented. And there are a lot of sad doctors in the 18th century that are out there when that invention got invented. They're like, damn uh -huh. it, we can't figure <laughs> them these chicks no more. I know, right? Shit. So, ladies, my name is Doc Chocolate. And if you are suffering from female hysteria, I have the prescription for you. <laughs> and it's manual and it's chocolates and you will love it <laughs> and look i heard it's delicious that's what i heard it tastes like chocolate but it doesn't give you no cavities mm -hmm. Ooh. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. And so if you had gotten that question wrong then you and mrs caramel would have you would have to give her she would have to give you three licks where Anywhere that's between y'all to decide. They can that's between y'all. I laid a flogger out and she can give you three licks, or she can make you give three licks to someone. Like if you wanted to lick them on their body part, she can do that. So we we let the couple determine how the licks are going to be given. Oh shit. See, right now hundreds of people are emailing you and booking their tickets to Biloxi, Mississippi. Absolutely. <laughs> they don't, they need to just book me to come to them and I will facilitate that. <laughs> oh, you travel. Yes, I do. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. So, and then, so after we play games, we eat food and play cards, you know how we do, you know, yeah, play yeah, a yeah. little space, eat a little uh -huh. food, have a little libation and then dress down starts at 10. Okay. And everyone is required to dress down into underwear, at least. Okay. And then we have a gentleman in our group who is 
uh, a masseur by trade. And so he comes to the party and he might give out massages. My husband and I do BDSM demonstrations. Um, and, you know, if you want to play, you can play, but you don't have to play. It's not required. We don't throw fuck fest parties. We throw lifestyle parties. So sex is not required. You don't have to get naked. Um, and we have a good time. That's good. And that's what it's all about is just having yeah. a good time. That's why we're all in the lifestyle, right? Yes, absolutely. So tell us about how you came up with the idea and the concept for the cashmere room. I feel like I got to <laughs> soften it up when I say it. Yes, the cashmere the room. room. Yes, it's very smooth. Um, I have a theater background. Okay. And so I was in the play for color girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is not enough. And a lot of people know it from Tyler Perry as a movie, but the play is very different. And so I was in that play. And one night my castmates and I went to open mic poetry night at the local little pub down here on the coast. And they was like, ooh, you know, get up there and do something. And I wrote a poem and I got up there and did it. And I decided to take my real life adventures and partner with this uh, partnered with this gift that I have of being on stage and created these sexy stories. And then, you know, when you're in the lifestyle, your vanilla friends always want to hear all the good tea. <laughs> so I was used to that. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. Yes. Yeah, they want to get like a sneak preview, yeah, but they don't they want, want to hear participate. all the stories, yes, but they don't want to participate, yes. That's sweet. And so you're doing erotic poetry and yes. sexy stories and monologues. Yes. Yes. And like, tell us more about that. Um, some of the stories are true. I call them, those are um, the MILF. No, those, those are the poetry. I would say the poetry is the true stuff. And like, Cause I've been polyamorous my whole life. So like even in my college freshman days, one of my stories is called lust in the library. I used to meet this guy in the library and have sex with him in the library, in the library, in college, back on in the, the paperback books or the hardcover books on the hardcover books down in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and then there is number episode number two, how sweet the sound is when me and my best friend were having sex with our boyfriends in hotel rooms back in the day. So some of them are true. And then some of them are fornication fairy tales. Like I have one, it's called work over and push. It's an imaginative story. And the two characters are me and my husband as our younger selves. And it's about wrestling because we are huge wrestling fans. And then there's like sadistic wet dreams. That's a fornication fairy tale. It's about a woman doming a couple. And then some of them are sermons because, you know, I'm the pussy preacher. And so I just go on these little tangents. And the first one of those is called My Orgasm Matters. And so I was just talking about how all of us were created in a moment of orgasm. Every one of us, our fathers nutted and we was created. So if we come from an orgasm, then an orgasm is our birthright. 
And it's ah. also our responsibility. It's not our partner's responsibility to know how to make us orgasm. We got to learn ourselves and then teach that to our partners. And so I was, I did this story and my husband was like, you preaching now? Huh? That sounds like a sermon. And I was like, you know what? I guess I am. <laughs> Preach, preacher. Yes. And then, of course, the poetry just comes in. I mean, that's just how I talk. <laughs> I'm a huge Dolomite. I've always been a huge Dolomite fan since before I was old enough to listen to Dolomite. So mm-hmm. I just kind of weave it all together and the people love it. And I love to do it. And I love to perform. It makes it makes my pussy wet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I don't even have a pussy and my pussy got wet. I know, right? I was, mm-hmm. I was okay. So I, I was a, after we had emailed back and forth a little bit, Duchess. Mm-hmm. I was listening to your podcast, and I was just driving out to my office. I'm just like, eh, mm-hmm. let me check this chick out over here. Yeah, and then I listened to about a minute or two of it, and I was like, God damn! I was like, not ready. I was, like, I was like, shit! I'm feeling some type of way. <laughs> I was like, I was not expecting that. That no one oh. is. No one is. No one is. I've actually had sex while my story was playing in the background. Hey, sexy ladies and guys out there! Pardon the interruption, but I had to ask you this question. Do you all love queens of spades like I do? Seeing all those sexy ass women makes me go crazy. And I know it makes you go crazy too. Well, guess what? My friend Drew Marston has a magazine that is dedicated to queen of spades and it's called Spades Magazine. Spades Magazine has exclusive interviews with real life queens of spades, black bulls, and the hottest interracial kink content anywhere. It comes out bi-monthly and it has the hot, steamy content that you can't find anywhere else. You'll be able to see queens such as Adrena Cuckoldress, Rebecca's Office, Secret Playwife, The Sexy Venus Cuckoldress, Everybody's Grandma I Like to Fuck, Seek a Black, and more. So check it out right now at thespadeslife.com. That's thespadeslife.com. And if that site isn't up, go to Twitter right now and go to at Spades Magazine. That's Twitter on at spades magazine and make sure that you tell drew that i sent you now back to the show yes i told caramel that i promise you i fucking promise you i told caramel that i said caramel well i call her her real name but i said yes no you we could fuck to her poetry absolutely That's how deep absolutely it is. yes because um, you guys you, you guys like um uh you, you, your your website is uh duchess cashmere right.com mm-hmm. um i do own the rights to duchesscashmere.com but it's not live but the main place that you can find me is on instagram at duchess underscore cashmere Okay, Duchess underscore Kashmir. Yes. All right. And then you guys like that are listening to this after you listen to this podcast and after you mm-hmm. leave us a review and mm-hmm. it's it's better be a five star. Don't need leave me no goddamn bullshit ass one star reviews. Five but, stars but, only. Yes, five stars only. The Duchess said. <laughs> Put my Femdom voice on. 
And the church said, amen. Amen. <laughs> but I want y'all to go and search Duchess Kashmir on Apple, on mm-hmm. Spotify, mm-hmm. on Google, whatever yes. platform. SoundCloud too. SoundCloud too. <laughs> and I mean, just listen to a couple of episodes and you're going to be like, damn, this is like, yeah. Oh, don't make me blush. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm just telling the truth. Thank you. So you're welcome. You're welcome. And so what made you? So I know you're out there with your mm-hmm. girls and you mm-hmm. out there. And, and I can tell you have uh, an entertainment background. So like mm-hmm. you said, theater, I was like, okay, that's what it is. Because yes. you're very, very colorful and lively and entertaining on your you. uh podcast and i mm-hmm. feel it and so like what made you like say hey i'm gonna start posting these sexy stories on a podcast i have never been ashamed of my sexuality like even when i was deep into my church and my Christianity, I still, I mean, like I would be ashamed in private, but I still would not be ashamed. I'm like, yes, I fucked him. And then I repented and went to church afterwards, but I've never been ashamed of my sexuality. And I'm very comfortable speaking about sex. I, and then like all types of sex. And I'm very interested in sex. Like even as a child, on Saturdays, my mother would go grocery shopping. I would get dropped off at the library and I would go and sneak and read books about sex and sexuality because I've always been interested in it. And, you know, in the 20th century, now's the time to be a sex expert. <laughs> it and is. So I had to find my lane of being a sex expert. And that was through the stories because I tried blogging and giving advice, but it just didn't click for me. But the stories, I can do that with my eyes closed and very well. So that's what I stick to. I love it. And you found your passion and yes. I, I, I can hear it in your words. Thank and you. so, yeah. And I used to be really involved in the church, uh, myself and Caramel. We actually used to be assistant pastors. Uh, so, like, since you're you're a church girl or a former church girl yourself, like, mm-hmm. do you ever did you ever have like a like something hitting you where you're like, oh my god, I'm going to church, I'm serving the Lord, and you know, you got this like internal fight or conflict or dialogue yes. with yourself? Did you ever Absolutely. go through that? Absolutely. I talk about that in my podcast in episode it's called nasty fast and dirty and I can say that I don't know if I liked repenting all the time and that made me feel better or if I liked having sex a lot because I felt bad because I you know what I'm saying because I was doing all this and one one thing about it I was always in a back and forth I was fucking all the time and repenting all the time and yeah. fucking all the time and repenting all the time. <laughs> I don't know what was making me feel better, but I did have a lot of that, but not anymore. Okay, that's good. So you've been set free. Grown now. <laughs> that's just like I am good. Yes. So, all right. So I asked you about earlier mm-hmm. what was the kickiest play session that you had by yourself. Like, mm-hmm. what was the kickiest play session that you and deuce the mister had together Mm, okay the kinkiest the kinkiest one we had yeah for i would say we went to a a hotel takeover 
Okay. And we're in the BDSM room and, you know, we're experiencing everything and we're playing and we're having conversation with the dungeon master and his, they have an electro play set. And, you know, I tried it. I tried the purple one. It kind of looks like a finger okay. and it what, glows purple. What's an electro plate? An electro plate. Oh, okay. Electro plate. It is. It's really used for like sensation, like uh, when people are when they have atrophy. And okay. so it's a medical thing and you plug it into the wall and an electric, an electric current comes out of it okay. and you touch it like barely to your finger and it gives you a little shock, but it feels l- almost like a tickle. Okay. So it's not like a static shock. It's uh... no, it's not like a static shot. It's almost like a tickle. And there's a little there's a little knob on it and it, you can go higher or lower depending on your preference. And it's used for what's called sensation play. So like after a flogging, you run that down the skin and it gives you a different feeling or while you're tied up. Because lo- I'm a rope bunny. I love to be tied up. Oh, yeah. And then they put that on you. So there's one that you can wear on your body to where when you touch the leg. The, the current will jump from your finger to the other person's finger. And the lady was wearing it and she gave my husband an electric blowjob. Ah! Wow. Ah! Like, how, what was his reaction? He said, I won't say he said he loved it, but he did like it. He was very interesting, but it was not. It's also not something that he would request, but it was like, I enjoyed experiencing that. <laughs> oh, shoot. And let, me tell you, let me tell you a quick funny story. Like okay. uh, you just brought that back into my memory. So when I was 19 years old, do you remember Black Planet? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I met a, a girl on Black Planet like way back in the day. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she was really, really kinky before I knew anything about kink. Right. Mm -hmm. And so long story short, Duchess, she said, what I want to do is I have a taser and I want to put it on your balls. And when I put it on your balls, it's going to make you come immediately. And I was like, I was like, come where? Go where? To death? (laughs) I was like, you in a coffin? I was like, the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what you talking about your husband getting something. She was on to something, maybe. I don't want nobody putting a taser to my nuts. That doesn't <laughs> sound very sexy. It doesn't. It does. I mean, it's not my king. I'm with you. It, I'm with it, you. Yeah, it's not my king. You know, like as I've matured, Duchess, and I'm sure you're with me in the same boat. As we've matured, there's some things which ain't our king, but yeah. I'm not gonna hate. I'm not gonna hate, you know. Hey, a taser is a bit much. Uh, uh, elect it doesn't now. If you turn it all the way up, yes, it will hurt. And I am a very, I'm a soft submissive. I just like a little bit. So, the, like one or two is all I can take. You know, not up, <laughs> not ten or twelve. Yeah, very yeah. light. Well, but it think- it looks good. It's very pretty. Like when the lights are off and the machine glows, and it's a nice aesthetic. It's a it's a it's a look. It's a mood, as the children say. Okay, okay, all right. 
All right. So what happened afterwards? Sorry, I jumped in. Um, so he got the electric blowjob and shit, that was it. I mean, you know, it was great. Electric blowjob. That's the kinkiest thing. And then let's see. Mm, one time I we were at a hotel takeover once again. Mm-hmm. And I was getting a massage by four men. <laughs> and I had one sucking this titty and I had one sucking this titty. Okay. And I had one using a vibrator on my pussy and I had one sucking on my toe, which I'm not really a toe <laughs> person, but you know, all the stuff was happening. So, you know, we, when people are pleasing, you just let them please you. You know what I'm saying? Was it the big toe or the pinky toe? It was the big toe. <laughs> it was the big toe. I mean, and I, like I said, when people are pleasing me, sure. Yeah, you can suck it. Why not? And so I'm getting my massage and there's people in the hotel room and they're cheering and um, they, they're like, you know, we want her to squirt on us. And my husband was there and he's talking this lady over here. And he looked at me and we made eye contact with each other and he told me to come and I came. But those men think that they made me come. But really, my husband is the one that made me come from across the room. Oh shit! And the squirt went all up the walls, on the all down in the floor, the carpet and everything was wet. It was great. Oh. <laughs> okay. So you got to tell me, right? Yes. So the first time I even saw squirt, right? I was shocked. So I was at a house party at a sex party and this lady, she went out and she got a blue pad. Right. And she said, I need it. Cause I squirt. And I was like, huh? And then she was like, you'll we put see those out at our parties. Okay. The blue pads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she, Hey, it wasn't squirt. It was like the, the fucking red sea parted. And Ooh. like the, <laughs> is that something that y'all control is there like urine mixing that is that something like like you're the first person i've ever asked this question to duchess by the way okay um i cannot control mine there may be professional sex working women who are porn stars maybe they can control theirs i cannot control mine it happens at random granted it does happen every time my husband and i have sex nowadays but it didn't because i just recently started squirting probably about five years ago it hasn't been that long so no i cannot control mine is urine mixed in there probably i do smell it like when it's on the sheets because i've been wanting to know and it doesn't smell like pee to me I remember, yeah, because like that was the first thing I did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all didn't see that, but Duchess is over here. She's like, I touched it with my hands. I was like, I did. I had to smell it. I wanted to see. Hey, I did the same thing too because it was all over my groin, and I was like, Is this piss on me? I was like, I mean, granted, it was my piss, but I don't want to sleep in piss. I'm not sleeping in no wet spot of piss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put the towel down. But if it had been pee, I'd have washed them sheets that night. But it didn't. But at the same time, urine is sterile. Would you drink it? Mm, in a drought, probably. <laughs> no, you know if what I'm get, saying, Dutch. If you? I get thirsty enough, I would. But okay, in all a right. Sexual that's... situation, I'm not going to choose to drink it. 
on my own volition. But if I have to to stop from dying, hell yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, and hey, this is going to save somebody's life. But if you are ever stuck out in a desert or a drought and you have nothing left, the human body can only live what three to five days without liquid. Three, I think it's three days. Three days. Drink your piss, or preferably make your lady squirt and then drink that. Okay, that might be better. <laughs> all right. So, Queen Duchess Cashmere. We want to hear a sample of that poetry. Yes. We want to hear your rhymes. I got just the one, but I got to find it. All right. Take your time and drop a dime. You're on the clock. Give us a shock. Okay. All right. Let me take let me take a sip. My drinking choice is called my son. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm from the South. Hey. You know, and I feel like we I should have gotten some music or something on the podcast so they can hear your poetry. I can send you a clip or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, drop us a rhyme right now with the okay. music in your ears, okay. and then drop me a clip, and okay. I'm gonna make this work. I'm gonna okay. make this work. All right. <clears throat> mm. You know they say you have to be called to be a pussy monster. You see, a pussy monster they make love to the pussy. They eat the whole pussy, not just lick the clip. Tongue kiss. All up in the pussy, down in the deep. They listen to your moans and choreograph an oral opera, a tongue ballet. Make you their orgasmic opus. Labor your lips laid open wide. Tongue slipping, slurping the inner sanctum of pleasure. Searching for the sacral chakra the portal to the waters, the waters of the goddess. Growling, primal enthusiasm. Oh, yes, a pussy monster. A pussy monster is a wonderful thing. talking about i'm getting into it i was like you can all go for the next 10 minutes man. <laughs> shoot don't let me stop you shoot i'm just sitting up here enjoying it Thank so you. oh my god so y'all y'all go out again instagram she is duchess underscore cashmere and then yes. all of her links are gonna be in the show notes Thank go you. to the podcast platforms and just do a search for duchess cashmere and one important question that i have to ask you are you ready queen i am ready does size matter or is it the motion in the ocean that matters ah I would say, no, size does not matter. Imagination matters. Because if you got a big old dick, 
and you don't really know that you got a big old dick and you work it too much, you're going to get a charge. <laughs> Having a big dick does not a good lover make. And you can't put a big old dick in a dry ass pussy. So, but a little dick, you can finger it, you can lick it, you can slurp it, you can tongue kiss all up in the pussy, down in the deep. And you can use a strap on with it, or you can use a toy on it. So I would say it is the motion in the ocean. Mm. So Duchess Cashmere just yes. said that all you little dicks out there, little dicks matter. Little dicks matter. You just got to use your imagination. I like you got to use the whole self for pleasure from head to toe. The whole body is a sex organ. I love that. You are so right. I've heard ladies say before in the past, they said, um, you know, you had a big old dick, but uh, you didn't know how to use it. You know, not talking about Ooh. me, but like you had a big old dick and <laughs> didn't know how to use it. And I was like, feel oh, like damn. the dick is up in your chest and he just pounding on it. That's not that's not pleasurable. What like getting gutted and having a hysterectomy is not Ooh. pleasurable? Ooh, Mm-mm. and I mean, think about it. The average vagina really is only about seven to six inches deep. Okay. Now, granted, it's going to expand as she gets wetter. That clitoris is going to enlarge because you know the clitoris is on the other side, so it's going to enlarge. It's going to get bigger. The more she gets wetter, the more she gets aroused. So you got to really arouse her before you use all that big old dick. A lot of these guys, they got these big old dicks and they don't really know what to do with them. Yeah. And, and what I found, uh, Duchess, is that like, yeah, there are size queens out there. Yes, but there are. the vast majority of women, you have got to warm them up. You can't just yes. like stick it in there cold, you know, Mm-mm. like warm that shit up. Now, granted. A big dick is a wonderful thing. <laughs> a oh, wonderful so we thing. so 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 people don't have to get uh, ditch dick reduction surgery. No, they don't have to get dick reduction. That's one of my episodes too. It's called sweet oral fixation, oh, and good. I am a strap on wearer. My strap on is eight inches. Wow. So, but I don't get all eight inches up in there because I mean I'm a big girl. I got hips and thighs. Hey. I needed all that extra room to maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> You only get about four or five inches in there because you got hips and thighs and stomach and titties and stuff. So I needed a big dick. <laughs> um, so, you know, they, but you got to have a good imagination. You got to be able to work the whole woman or the whole the whole self in order to please it. All of it. Beautiful, beautiful. So you're such a beautiful soul. Thank you. And so we are going to come to a close. So I want you to give people your words of inspiration or speak to ladies or guys out there and just give them some, some Duchess Cashmere wisdom. Okay. I would start off by saying, hello, lovers. I am Duchess Kashmir, the griot erotica, the pussy preacher, the female dolomite. And I come to serve the tea on the Kashmir Room podcast. Erotic stories, pussy poetry, MILF monologues, perfect for your favorite lover. I would say that your orgasm is your birthright. And it's also your responsibility and that you should 
always remember that more orgasms, more peace. Mm, I love that. Take that to the bank and cash it. Yep. We out. Picture it. A woman picking up groceries on a Friday evening and her phone rings. Hello, she answers. May I please speak to my glorious little slut? Immediately, she gulped in her throat and her pussy began to thump. Yes, sir, she answered. Come home right now. I have a treat for you. Yes, sir, she said gleefully. Her heart was racing. When she pulled into the driveway, there were two men in suits standing there. Her partner and a stranger. A very handsome stranger. Big hands, tall, bald head, full beard, dark skin. Mm-mm. Big, black, and sexy. Her husband came round to the door and helped her out, while Mr. Big Black Sexy handled the groceries. He courted her into the house, through the master bedroom, and into the master bathroom, and closed the door behind them. He kissed the back of her hand, and then quickly spun her around until her back was firmly pressed against his chest and he gently wrapped his hand around her throat and whispered in her ear, My glorious little slut, it would please your mister for you to get exactly what you deserve. Yes, mister, you deserve pleasure. To be drunk in lust, wrecked, and worshipped. Yes, mister, that man out there is here to please you. Yes, mister, I want you to come all over that motherfucking room. Yes, mister, use him. Make him your bitch. Yes, mister. He's going to treat you like a queen. But first, let me treat you like a slut. He licked her face. And still with his hand firmly around her throat, he hopped her up onto the bathroom counter and pulled her panties off and shoved them into her mouth. He sat right down on the throne and began to devour her already soaking wet pussy. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now 
and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.